The Arts Explanatory Comma Podcast, where art meets the real world and both sides get a better understanding of the whole picture. This podcast may contain strong language and listener discretion is advised. Like I mean, every single time. I'm not, but I'm saying every single time she's like, I don't have any value to add. And then she'd be like, well, let me ask you this. And we all be like, damn. That's, that's a good a ass question. Because she really be thinking, I was hoping y'all niggas would ask, but since you don't. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I know, B. So this, this, this fake modesty, <clears throat> you can stop it. I'm glad you're not recording. Oh, buddy. Oh, I am. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Okay. And welcome to Arts Explanatory Podcast with. The band of misfits <laughs> <laughs> that are myself, Mark Francis, Raquel Simone, Vernique Francis, and this is a happy, 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 yet slightly sad occasion for this episode. This is the last episode for season one. Is wow. that sad? I was gonna say I'm not it's, sad about it. It's sad in that we won't be coming to the people every week with new content. Until season the two. summer, so which we'll begin our season two. So it's sad that we have to take a break, but it's a great thing because we have accomplished season one, which to go from we had a strong ass season one. I think so. Mm. I think so. Strong right? start, strong finish. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like I'm. I keep thinking about like the entire journey, like going from a conversation between me and Renique to me recording a, a intro. I wrote in my car because I didn't want to go in the building at work <laughs> to, you know, actually buying equipment to scheduling, you know, times to go sit down and talk with people and, you know, creating the logo and the cover and all this stuff. You know, it's like I'm pretty excited about it. It's pretty awesome. So to see it go from just that little idea to what is this episode 16 16 mm-hmm. sorry episode 16 like that's no a, 15 you 15. were right i know i wasn't tripping yeah to go from you know nothing to episode 15 like that's amazing i'm excited about that and happy about that um and you know all that all those nerves went away i mean i so. still have the nerves every time we sit down but yeah it is a little nervousing. Yeah. Definitely a little nervousing. <laughs> By the I, way, we know words. We, we know words. We but nervousing that that is, is not a word. was coined during season one and we will keep it. Well, it was where do we get that from, man? Arrange some arranged marriage show. Yeah, was some on. strange <laughs> arranged marriage show where the girl kept saying nervousing. This is so nervousing. Oh my god, I'm it's so nervousing and I don't know if I can <laughs> it's amazing. Was that married at I, first sight or something? Nah, no. Oh, okay. It was another one. It I was think on it's the same arranged. channel. Uh, yeah, it's called arranged. And yeah. it was it, yeah, young couple and the wife kept saying nervousing. Nervousing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But so let me ask y'all this. What was what do you think your big takeaways from season one are? Takeaways. Takeaways. In what sense? Like lessons learned or? In any sense. I mean, you know, because the thing is like art is all encompassing, mm-hmm. right? So we learned some great lessons that definitely pertain to art making, but yeah. can also pertain to life, right? Like for me, I keep thinking about, you know, giving yourself permission, which was said in mm-hmm. episode two with Rebea. 
And that's a very important thing to be able to give you permission to explore media, to give yourself permission to be the person that you want to be on a daily basis. Like that's a great takeaway for me, I think. So, you know, it doesn't just have to be art related. Yeah, that's... I think one of the takeaways, it doesn't necessarily pertain to me, but I, I'm always happy when other people get information that they can consume and it's, I guess, beneficial for them. Yeah. So having heard the episodes from season one and knowing that there are people who are artists who want to be great and are str- maybe struggling in certain areas yeah. and per- um, producing their art and putting things together that they're able to hear from all these great artists and people who work in the art arena and that I'm sure has encouraged them and for me too there was lots of you know tidbits and stuff there yeah. that definitely um, I mean because they're, they're, they're always life lessons and there were lots of life lessons in, yeah. in these episodes as well so I just think that the actual podcast itself is my takeaway see look at you Miss, I ain't got none of that. So fun ass. <laughs> I think one of my bigger takeaways from this season was um, the context matters. So having conversations yeah. with the artists put a lot of their art into perspective for me, as well yeah. as how I generally consumed art. Yeah. And so it made me, I think more people should have discussions with artists about the work yeah. that they're creating. And Absolutely. So, I mean, I know that's what our podcast is, is for and mm-hmm. one of the platforms we've established, but... I don't think I saw how valuable that was until we started doing it. So yeah. we'd leave interviews and it's like, oh, I would look at the artists that we interviews work differently because I knew their backstory or what was going into their artwork. But it would also make me look at other art and yeah. wonder, well, what's the story or dig deeper to see mm-hmm. where's the context that makes that art make sense to me. Yeah. And I mean, that's kind of like what I was saying to Lamont in episode 14 is like, dude, I'm not that person that's just going to read the placard on the wall and it's going to make all the sense to me. Mm-hmm. I can read. <laughs> I can extrapolate information. But sometimes you're trying to be so concise when you're writing those things, when you're writing these mini art artist statements for these pieces, that you're not saying everything that you were really thinking that went into that work. And mm-hmm. that context is important. So I need that. I enjoy having that. That makes me like work even more. That makes me want to delve deeper into that artist's entire catalog, entire body of work. So, what about those yeah. two-page pieces that people <laughs> like to write with their pieces of art? The dissertation. Yes, I think there's a place for it. I don't think the art show is the place for it. Yeah. <laughs> I think you should make yeah. a, a coffee table a book. book. Yeah. yeah, I'm actually I'm terrible for this, but I always say I'm not the I'm I'm not the 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 artists artists. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know Hodge. Hodge showed me a book. That's Robert Hodge for all you guys out there. Um, he showed me a book that he had a while back that has all these different artist statements from these famous artists, mm-hmm. and, you know, these masters of painting and drawing and sculpting. And I thought that was really dope. Um, what I'll do, though, is I'll text Hodge and get the name of that from him. And then uh, we'll put that up on the Instagram so that people can check that out if they want to. Because I think that's a very good a, a very good so- resource to have. So now those two books, right? Two books that you're going to add to the Instagram. The uh, Art and Fear. Mm-hmm. Yes. I I think I put that up there before, but I'll put it up there again for sure. Um, but yeah, Art and Fear by Ted Orland and David Bales, which has been cited in many episodes this year. A strong 90% <laughs> of all the episodes. <laughs> yeah. But um, that and whatever the name of the book is that Hodge is going to tell me about. Y'all see those. Um but yeah, so 
I want to ask y'all a question I didn't tell y'all I was going to ask. Uh-oh. What was your favorite surprise moment? Um, That you didn't cry. I did, though. <laughs> Mark definitely cried. <laughs> Mark cried yeah. on a couple episodes, but you definitely... No, I didn't. You, I cried, you on cried on one. Brian's episode. You uh, got a little misty-eyed during our halftime. Oh, uh, I mean... Yeah. So, I mean... Yeah. Context okay. matters, but right now we were just talking about that you cried at least twice this season. <laughs> you didn't because you would have died. <laughs> that's not fair. And that's important. That's the able to know why you would have died. Yes, okay. we've mentioned we've mentioned her allergy to her own tears yes. a couple times. So I mean, you, I just actually wanna, you've mentioned it. Yeah, a couple times. I was gonna say I think it was you who put that out there. But I'm allergic to my tears, and I just want to point out that you are ableist for teasing me about it. So okay, I think it's fun. Um, most surprising moment. Yeah. Ugh. Or most surprising guest? I don't know. I, I oh, go ahead. Um, not this is nece- not necessarily surprising guest, but the content of the episode was new to me and um, helpful for me to understand the artist, and that was um, Anthony Francis because he's my brother-in-law, so I know him, <laughs> talk to him all the time, yeah. and so um, and you know, I had long conversations with him and things like that. But it's different in the um, you know when we're just fam having a family conversation yeah. versus talking about his artwork and um getting to really, you know, understand how he also feels about art in the context of life. Yeah. My most surprising ah, is it surprising moment or surprising guest? Or Either or I don't know. I feel like Robert ha- or Hodge, excuse me. Hodge's uh interview caught me off guard. I wasn't his name is Robert. Yeah, I know, but (laughs) I don't think I've heard anyone refer to him as Robert. They usually Uh, say Hodge. Um, Hodge's interview, there was like this electric spark like in just how yeah. he talks about creating in general yeah that, that is energy is crazy yeah and when he when he said i'm a gladiator i'm in the stadium i was like you talk your shit, right? shit. life <laughs> lessons yeah it was a, it was life, life lessons, lessons. <laughs> but the, so i think i would say the most surprising was hodge because his energy kind of makes his art larger than life but then also it it's kind of like hey you walk away like i'm you can't tell me shit if you're not doing this I yeah. want to hear it. Yeah, and so I feel like that was the most surprising. Where I did not expect um, his his interview to be yeah. so goddamn motivational. Where That's I was like, why you he's know. one of my mentors. Yeah, he yeah. is. Have you have you called him? I, yet I, to tell I, him? I actually texted him the other day, and <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Hey, I said it on the podcast a couple times, so I figured I'd text you about it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> let you know. <laughs> and let you know you've that you're one of my mentors. <laughs> I'll be sending you my 2019 goals. He was like, "Cool, let's get it." Yeah, so, and that's what yeah. mentors. <laughs> is. But you know, what? I think that also speaks to uh, the type of person Hodges because we've had several guests who've said Hodges is one of their those artists that you reach out to. Yeah. And he's like, well, him and Rebea, like, yeah, they're they are the senseis in this Houston art community for sure. Mm-hmm. There's another one too, uh, Lovey Olivier, who hopefully we'll be able to talk to second season. Uh, but Lovey Olivier is also one of those people. Um, but yeah, Hodge and Rebea, they are like, hey, cool, you want to do this? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Let me tell you how to do it. Let's, let, let me connect me, you. Let yeah. me let me make sure. This. Let me help you make sure that this work is strong enough and things like that. Um, in in the same vein of realness that I used during this most surprising episode, I have to choose this as my most surprising episode slash most surprising guest. Um, and that is Lamont French. I'm not gonna lie, Lamont. You give off he gives off that 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 football player energy for sure, right? <laughs> like 
<laughs> and I, I, I knew no. Lamont, <laughs> I swear, man, no disrespect, though. I'm just saying, like, he definitely gives off that football player vibe, mm-hmm. right? And like, I think he said he respects you for being honest. I knew that so the we work, have to- no, but I knew, I knew, I knew, I liked the work. But being able to talk to him, mm-hmm. which is the same reason that, you know, this podcast was created, but being able to talk to him and have him walk us through the intentionality behind the work, mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to lie. I, I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. Right. I didn't know. We what weren't to familiar expect. with his work. Yeah. We ha- couldn't see it because his profile was private. And beforehand, I think I met, I think I met him twice. Two or three yeah, times. Yeah, but we went right? to his show. Mark and we I did. went to his show. We um, did. But we didn't talk before. in depth about the work though. Right. Because he was still setting up and things like that. So. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, I read all, I read all the placards though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they weren't two pages long. They weren't dissertations. Yeah. <laughs> but. So and I read some of them. Um. Well, so I was really, honestly, especially when I asked him about the Basquiat piece, I expected <sighs> to hear something that I would hear from a lot of other people that do, you know, pieces that look like that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. And I, I was definitely pleasantly surprised by it. I was like, okay, cool. That makes sense. Because yeah. it, it's like a, it's like breadcrumbs, right? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, if you're familiar with Lamont French's work, and then you see this piece and you're like, wait, this looks different than his other stuff that he's done. Yeah. Why does it look like this? Then that leads directly back to Jean-Michel Basquiat, mm-hmm. which I'm like, shit, that's actually very, very smart. Yeah. As opposed to some of these people, they'd be like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm just out here, you know what I'm saying, getting shit and it's original. It's like, nigga, it's not. <laughs> that shit looks just like a Basquiat piece mm-hmm. and you're passing it off as original work. Like, that's not, that's not the same thing. It's, it's not, it's not, you know. And I think that um, there's with, nothing profound about it. that's what I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah with yeah. Lamont too, that he has his own thoughts and researches things and all that stuff like that. And he pays um he was paying homage as opposed yeah. to just you're saying his you, own thoughts within that the context of that piece, correct? Within that yeah. piece and within his own work in general, because in within that episode he talked about the research that he does. Mm-hmm. He start he talks about the fact that he's a history buff. He talks mm-hmm. about the fact that he likes other artists. Whereas yeah. I think that the um, example you use like ah, I'm just out here be you know I'm yeah. getting it whatever they usually have no clue yeah about not saying that you have to I guess if you're an artist you're an artist and you create you create yeah. but um the why is important absolutely yeah and I think that that matters um especially to people who are artists and are true to their craft and yeah. you're trying to understand you know how you know just what their craft yeah. is and the people that are listening to this um podcast too yeah. Uh, you know, to know his background and how he feels about that. I think that was important. And I think it's funny that it's also surprising to you. Let me also go. (laughs) Well, let me also go back and say, it's not like I thought dude was going to be unintelligent or anything like that. (laughs) I'm laughing because you said football vibe, because I'm sure that's what people thought. Yeah. That's, that's that's what I thought you were getting at. I think sometimes it's hard to get past like appearances. Right. Cause like, it's interesting because a lot of times I see Hodge. Hodge has paint all over his clothes, mm-hmm. right? The Both times I met, and even if we're, like, if you go to a Hodge show, Hodge might have paint all over his pants. Yeah. <laughs> but he works at in a different way, and he's just always moving. So it's like, okay, I get that. That makes sense, right? Yeah. And that's what people would expect when you're thinking about a quintessential artist. Mm-hmm. And I get caught up in those same story stereotypes just as everyone else, right? Like an artist is supposed to have paint on themselves. They're supposed to be flighty. They're supposed to be this, that, this, that, this, that. And a lot of times, like, I skirt those things. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, 
I mean, I mean Lamont. And Lamont's like, he's a really like, how to. He would come off as a pretty boy to people, and pretty boys aren't the people that I mean he's people a, expect to he's make. He's a Creole art. boy from Houston, and that is artist tag. <laughs> I feel like it's kind of. But I think, but that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. I think that kind of like in meeting him mm-hmm. and not seeing that much of his work. Yeah, it's kind of like this should be interesting. I wonder what this is. What this is gonna be like. So I think it was more so that. Oh, that kind it of was. surprise. Okay. Yeah, not like... That makes sense. Yeah, not... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, Mark, you coming up? Dog, I'm not calling you stupid. I promise. If I was calling you stupid, I would say, I thought he was going to be dumb. <laughs> like, I didn't say that shit. <laughs> and I think everyone that knows me could agree that that would... That, hey, I thought he was going to be dumb as shit. Yeah. He's smart, though. Like, nah, it wasn't Which that. Is, <laughs> it was uh, just... I yeah, had no right. expectation. And mm-hmm. usually when you have no expectation, you're like, oh, okay, that was cool. Yeah. But I think it was a great interview. It was a great conversation and you know the things that he had to say about the work was was i don't know i i just really enjoyed it yeah that's where i'll leave it (laughs) whatever all right so um what do y'all think that we did well as a cast as a crew like what do y'all think we did well at first here i would like to say mm -hmm, y'all were consistent being (laughs) as a as an avid podcast listener, I feel like that is where people fall off and lose listeners and lose um, fans is that they are not consistent. They come out on random days. They release their episodes. They fall off for weeks and months on end and then just pop back up and expect people to just go with it. Like, yeah. you know, I have a routine. I listen to certain podcasts on certain days yeah. and, you know, that's what I do. And so I think that if there are other people like me or there are other people who are looking, listening, you know, what, like what am I in the, in the Huh, what am I in the mood to listen to today? Yeah. And they're like, oh yeah, you know, Arts Explanatory Common just came up with a new podcast, you know, Sunday night. That it can, being consistent, I think is key um, to making sure that, you know, you get your information out to the people who want to listen. So y'all were very good at yeah. being consistent. Well, thank you, man. One of the things that I think we did well, and I know we, we joke about this off air, is we have a very diverse and inclusive uh, list of guests and I feel like if we can do it with a shoestring budget and just like hey a shoestring <laughs> you mean laceless shoes what you mean yeah but no it was one of those that I know when we set out to do the podcast it was we want to look at marginalized artists and yeah. elevate their platform but I think that we did a good job in not pigeonholing what we considered yeah. or who we considered marginalized yeah. artists. Like if you look at our guests, we've had 14 guests, 13, 12. We've had a, we've had a number of guests. We've had at least a dozen guests. I would say 12. Yeah. yeah. I would say 12, 12 um, 13. 13. 13. Yeah. 13. And I feel like we have a diverse group of guests Yeah, and it wasn't hard. It was one of those. Yeah. Like it, it didn't seem, it didn't seem difficult. We didn't have like, yeah. Oh, we don't know anyone. <laughs> And well, we, you know the behind the scenes, the scheduling. Yeah, sometimes scheduling is was hard, but as, as the <laughs> but, intent yeah. to be diverse. It's not like, and, oh, I don't know a black person. Yeah, nah. no. I mean, I'm, I meant when I said hard. I meant as as far yeah. as the intent is that I think we can use ourselves as an example that diversity and inclusion is is broad, but also yeah. very achievable. Yeah. And so all these big brands who act like yeah. they don't know what the fuck it is, it's like <laughs> I am calling bullshit. Yeah. Well, you know, some of that is just uh, 
Nah, I'm just, I'm just bugging. It's bullshit. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just bullshit. Like, there's, nothing else, there's nothing else to call it. I mean, you know, I get it if you're like a small operation like us, right? Mm-hmm. And everyone is white, then okay, it might be a little bit difficult. But that's still bullshit. Yeah, I was like, there's still a reflection on you. <laughs> there's still a Negro somewhere around. Yeah. You know? I, I'll, anyway, I'll leave that alone. But yeah, there's, there's always somebody around that you can reach that you may think of as an other. Hopefully you don't think of them as an yeah. other. You just think of them as a person. But yeah, I mean, I think I think both of y'all have very good and strong points for sure. Um, I think for me, what I think we did well... I'm gonna have to still V's. Like, I think the the consistency is key, mm-hmm. right? Like, aside from the most important part of starting, right? Like, yeah. like for me, that was a big one because going so long helping other people achieve the shit they wanted to achieve, for me, starting was the big was the big barrier. It mm-hmm. was like shit. I, I gotta start this shit. I gotta start this shit because. You know, I forget who it was that we were listening to, babe, or who you referenced last week. And it was like, um, you know, there's always a reason not to. There's always an excuse not to, right? Like, oh, I don't know if I can allocate this money to buy this equipment. Man, fuck that. If it's part of what you're really trying to do, do it. Like, so that was important to me. But People then, find a way to do all kinds of things whenever they want to. You know what I'm saying? Brunch. <clears throat> bruh. Uh, Shoes. I don't have money to start this podcast, man. But you know what? Shit, fuck it. Let's go to the club, nigga. Buy bottles. The fuck? Like, nobody's <laughs> doing that at 35. At 35. You'd no. be surprised. Actually, you, were just, you were just at the address. <laughs> I was about to say you're right, but I think <laughs> Raquel's I think Ra- probably writer. Raquel gets the square. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but no, the consistency is definitely, you know, it's, it's right there along with getting started. Cause once you get started, like, that's not, that's no longer the biggest barrier. The mm-hmm. biggest barrier now is to keep, keep going, going, right? And it's like, for me personally, me, myself personally, um, there definitely was something that tried to stop me in the middle. Right. You said me, myself personally. I did. And you know I did. I it love purpose. that. But no, I mean, you know, even being able to deal with the mental health scare that I dealt with, mm-hmm. you know, and continuing that battle and being able to share that with people, like, that's part of the journey, right? So that, you know, having the strength to be able to be like, you know what? We're going to take this time off, but fuck it, we're going to get back. Yeah. And then getting back and then sharing that, not just as like, oh, it's cool content, but I wanted to share that shit because people dealing with that shit. Yeah. You know, but that's part of the journey. That's part of the consistency. And, you know, we're going to keep on, keep on keeping on and, you know, hopefully great things continue to happen. Um, But yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I also, if we're talking about what we did well, think we would be remiss not to discuss opportunities for growth, um, things yeah. we want to change. Looking back on season one, because um, I actually do sit and listen to the playback yeah. on Spotify. Um, I do too, Raquel. <laughs> <laughs> I may not listen to them in their entirety, but that's because when I edit, I listen to the entire thing very, very closely. Okay. Um, Goodness gracious. For myself... I, yourself personally yes for my me myself personally i would like <laughs> <laughs> i i'm gonna challenge myself in season two to kind of what's the right term not be so filtered so a lot of the times yeah. in the interviews i would listen back and be like i know i was thinking this 
but I didn't want to be offensive or I didn't want to seem um, as ignorant as I am. So I didn't ask it. And there were a lot of things that I shied away from or where I don't feel like I pressed for not the answer that I wanted, but more information for the things that I asked. And I had to kind of do some self-reflection. I was like, ah, I mean, I know I'm the, the, the dumb, what is it? The dumb art question (laughs) person. That's my role. So I need to be comfortable with, I don't know this information. I'm upfront about that and not second guess or silence myself because of it. But it's one of those things like I'm, I like being well-informed and this is a completely new uncharted Mm -hmm. territory for me. And so I'm, I'm going to challenge myself in season two to, I mean, if it's a, if it's a really dumb question, we can edit it out, (laughs) but let me ask it and not shy away from, um, not appearing to know the only really dumb question you could ask is like, what's a pencil like that? You know, that we would edit out. Yeah, we would edit out, but that's, that's something that I think that that. I could do better. Also. I'm going to have to get comfortable with the mic being in my face. Um, that's, that's, oh, God. Oh, my God. This is why, you know, this has got to be against some kind of law. <laughs> this, this is a hostile work environment at the very least. Technically, it could be considered that. Uh, you know? Yeah, but you know. no. It's well, okay. right now, it's technically an amateur podcast. So yeah. Fuck so, that. Wait, I'm, I'm going to wait till the coins come in. Then I'm gonna about. No, but that's one of the things is that this podcasting in general is a very new experience for me. Yeah. And so sometimes when I'm real comfortable with talking, because it's like, oh, okay, I'm, I pull away from the mic because I'm yeah. like, ah, I don't want to be this close to the mic. So yeah. that's a technical improvement. You need a headset? Do I need a headset? <laughs> Can you imagine? Be like them old dudes that be wearing their sandals and they uh they linen jumpsuits. I mean, I asked Mark for that before. He told me no. So the audio quality is not going to be great. Yeah, but that's something that I'm going to challenge myself to do better. Actually, is improving our audio quality. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not bad, it's but not. it could be better. It could be crisper. It could be yeah. cleaner. You know, um, and I want to make sure that we're giving people you know great production. Yeah, that uh, quality. Um, and I, I, I think that's important, right? It's hard to, sometimes it's been hard to kind of listen to some of the episodes because like, why the fuck does it sound like that? Yeah. I can't listen to this shit. God damn it, Mark. Like, <laughs> so I want to make sure that, you know, our audio is consistent and crisp and clean, things like that. Um, you know, it's going to take some learning during the off season, you know? But, you know, we did what we could during the season and uh, I did my best. To, I'm sorry. That's my impression of an athlete. Uh, <laughs> you know, we played hard and, you know, we did what Coach said. Yeah, I, I ask you how you're doing. Yeah, you know, we can just go out there and play tough. Like, but no. <laughs> so those are, that's my technical area of improvement. And then my, how I want to be better and grow on the, yeah. the podcast is not, oh, I think one of my friends who listens was like, are you afraid to take up space? And I, I didn't think it was that, but yeah, because I'm not, the, I'm not the expert in the room or yeah. even well versed that I kind of shy away from being like, well, what the yeah. fuck does that mean? So that I can. But grow. that perspective is important because yeah. I can sit here and geek out with somebody and be like, oh shit, yeah, mm-hmm. da, 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 da. you know what I'm saying? And then next thing you know, you're sitting back like, what the and fuck? It, it's happened, yeah. and that's not to anyone's <laughs> fault of. Because I'm yeah. here so that I can ask those questions, yeah. but I wasn't necessarily asking them when I wanted to because I was like, ah, I don't want to, I don't want to be yeah. stupid <laughs> about it. But I know that, yeah, it was kind of counterproductive. If I wasn't yeah. asking what it meant, I wasn't going to learn what it meant. That perspective is important. Yeah, because I would do, I would yeah. leave the episodes and go Google a lot of the shit and be like, oh, when I'm like, I should have just asked them. <laughs> it's kind of like <laughs> the whole reason, whole reason I'm here, but. 
again, yeah. I'm I'm not perfect. It's kind of like, you know, <laughs> when I'm teaching, I tell my students all the time, ask your questions because there's probably at least at the very least, probably two other people in the room. Who have like, the question. What the yeah. fuck? You know, so it sometimes it may feel a little like I should know this, but it's like, should you? Yeah. If I'm, you're here yeah, to I'm, ask those questions, should you? Yeah, know that's that? why I was like, like, I had to reevaluate my role yeah. is that oh, I don't know these things and it's yeah. okay. I'm here to learn them. So Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, that that was I wasn't that kid in class. I usually knew the shit, yeah. so I wasn't asking questions because it's like I know it. But Take up the space. Yeah. Because if they're so on those episodes when, you know, Vernique's not sitting in with us, if there are three of us in the room. You're a third of that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so don't take up <laughs> an eighth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I think I think that's that's a good one. That's a good one. And I will hold you to that. I, I know you will. Mark's <laughs> very good at being an accountability partner. <laughs> well, but I cause I can talk, man. Like yeah. I can really fucking talk. Nigga, and I know. Most, <laughs> <laughs> and most of the people that we've talked to, they can talk too. Yes. So it's like that shit ain't gonna change. Yeah. So you better jump in there, you know. So, yeah, let's do that. Let's make sure that happens. I think I, I found we need a, a a liquor sponsor. That's a, a, if anybody wants to. I I also will accept wine. I like wine, but um, that'll loosen me up. Wait, is that something you want to be telling people on there? <laughs> okay, give me liquor that'll loosen me up. As far as making me more. Hey Raquel, uh, I brought you a drink. No. <laughs> We got sponsors. No. I, I have a sponsor for only Raquel. <laughs> <laughs> it's only available this Friday night. Like, <laughs> bruh, not okay. Another thing I would like us to um, challenge ourselves for season two is more technical terms, uh, like the more technical learning part of it. So I know we walked away with Kioskoro. Come on, accent. If you, I mean, Mark yes, gave me yes. the ugliest side. I just yes, because I mean, because yes, I, I feel you and I understand and I understand the value in that. At the same time, like contrast works. You know what I'm saying? Like, because yeah. that's what that's what girl is, right? Yeah. Like it's it's a heavy contrast, yeah. but well, even con- even you know, learning contrast. But I know yeah. that's just one of the terms that I I like the way it sounds. So I was like, yeah. oh, I walked away with yeah. that and went and looked and started looking up other because uh-huh. I had texted you. I was like, hey, is yeah. this an example of it? And we um, did have like, a conversation that yeah. basically points out exactly what you're saying, right? Because yeah. I sent I sent Raquel images of black artists, African American artists, and other artists of color that use heavy contrast in their work. That's along the same lines of the Renaissance work, yeah. which is I what she sent me. Ones. And it's just kind of like, yeah, that's it. But look at it in this context also, because yeah. it's important that you see it in a context that you relate to, not just in this Eurocentric context. Absolutely. Um, and it was it was a valuable learning lesson because that was from uh, Don's episode. Yeah I, sent you, yeah, I was doing research after we interviewed Don. And so I was like, I remember this style from mm-hmm. when I my old art history classes. And so, yeah, I went back to the Renaissance references. Yeah. And so when Mark sent me the other ones, I was like. Okay, but did I get it right on on the Renaissance reference? Yeah. But um, I mean, I, I, and and when I say that it's technical, it's just not that we should go to start reading textbook yeah. definitions, but kind of providing that context. The stuff that I was googling when we would leave yeah. interviews, kind of yeah. taking the the pause yeah. to say, this is the type of style. Yeah. This is what this abstract expressionism mm-hmm. had never. I think for me, some of those terms lend themselves to allowing the pretense in Mm -hmm. and like i try to stray away from that shit so much yeah because 
talking about art sometimes can just sound pretentious off it, the top really if does. you're using the most basic ass words. Yeah. So then when you start using Italian words and mm-hmm. French words and shit like that, it's like, come on, man. Like, yeah. And some people get wrapped up in that. Like, hmm, I sound fancy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of like, dude, <laughs> you don't need that shit. You don't need, you don't need those classical terms mm-hmm. in order to create great work. You don't need those classical terms to talk about work effectively. Right. <laughs> my wife is clumsy guys i love her um uh, but yeah you don't need that but at the same time i do understand the value in it right because if you don't know and somebody says it to you and you're like yeah what the fuck is that exactly you know, and that's that's what it is and i and i know that that is selfish in my own personal goals like i want to learn no, the technical part so that if someone's like oh this is yeah. Skoda, I can be like, nigga, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, part of it is that you want to, um, you know, part of the the reason for the show is so that people who can yeah. can understand. And that part of it, and Mark and I talked about this, and one of the reasons why he wanted to create the show is that a lot of people in the art world purposely talk over your head. Yeah. So if if the show lends itself to allow people to understand those wo- yeah. art wor- words, then it's helpful yeah. in yeah. that in it's that true. respect. Then they can be in the spaces that appear as though they don't want them there because they know yeah and that's that's where my goal is because you know i want to be a serious art collector is that i want to be able to walk into galleries where if they try to do the pretentious shit and talk circles around me like oh it's this and use all these uh high dollar words you can well actually that ass yeah i'm like (laughs) okay yes i you know i love a good well actually so that's that's where i want to get more familiar with technical and classical terms as it relates to art um, and technique Okay, that's fair. Can I we talk can about that. what I want to do? No, yeah, really produce me. y'all. Okay, okay, really, really like produce the hell out of the show. I don't edit. I haven't edited in years, but I guess I'll learn again. <laughs> and also, um, you know, just part of the production is really, you know, getting the show, getting the information for you guys beforehand, making mm-hmm. sure that you have it, having questions ready. Of course, you're very able to come up with questions on your own but there are certain questions that um you know may be good to be added and if you already have them with you yeah would be great addition to it i mean you're um, a professional question asker <laughs> if y'all don't know she used to be a prosecutor so you know that's yeah professional question asker so yeah. we need that yeah so that's uh that's my goal i mean y'all did an excellent job of season one um it was also new and you know as they mentioned before um scheduling can be an issue so i can't be at all of the episodes but if we have if if you have information ahead of time i can definitely put my touch on everything so yeah that's that's my goal so it sounds like there's gonna be better audio uh awesome con even more awesome content and better production for season two look so at y'all about that telling you go back and listen to season one so you can say you've been on yeah, <laughs> but no nah, i think so for me in addition to the audio um i think pushback a little bit of pushback um so i think there have been some times where and i unfortunately i don't have them in my mental rolodex right now but (laughs) i feel like there have been times where an artist has said something and i wanted to know more or my thought on it might have sparked a bit of a back and forth but i think that's healthy Mm -hmm. because it forces you to think more more intentionally about your work um and like i said i can't i can't necessarily think of anything at this particular moment 
I can't think of anything at this particular moment, but there are definitely there. I, I know there have been at least one or two times where it's kind of like, well, tell me more about that. Let's yeah. let's, let's let's break that down. Right. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I know exactly important. what you're talking about, because yeah. I've had those moments like, damn, I should have just asked. But I didn't yeah. in the trying to find the balance between being courteous. Well, because I don't think we can we have to abandon being courteous to ask it but i think kind of we played a lot nicer than we necessarily yeah i mean because i think i think a lot of times man like when we're talking to people we're thinking like well they might take this as disrespect because we admire their work and it's Mm -hmm. like well i hope you don't take it as disrespect i think it's healthy to have these conversations and even if it turns into a debate a spirited debate yeah i think that's healthy also (laughs) yeah um and not on some Charlemagne the God good content shit. No. I, I want to make you cry, little mama. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like really being able to question, you know, uh, intentions and, mm-hmm. and even outcomes, you know, because sometimes we do shit and it has a fucked up outcome or makes people feel some kind of way. People and forget think that, about that. People forget that uh qu- pushing back and asking questions was a thing that was done before oprah asked tony braxton why she needed gucci plates <laughs> when she filed for uh bankruptcy asked her why she needed gucci plates what you mean because when you get on that's the fuck you do you <laughs> but oprah rich. said but i don't have gucci plates is... you eat rich <laughs> but no i i get i get v's analogy because it's rich like okay food can you stand place. firm in your your reasoning and logic yeah. and express that? Yeah, yeah. It's just and it's about the delivery. It's a how yeah. you ask the question. You know what I'm saying? If it's not malicious, then yeah. you're just it, it's it's literally giving the you know getting the information that you're intending to get. If you are if yeah. you weren't being recorded, would you have asked the question? Yeah, yeah. Oh, another thing, I want to challenge myself and you, Raquel, for us to interact with our followers on social media more yes and listeners and listeners yes absolutely because i mean it's it's been awesome to see that that number go up um you know it ain't it ain't a crazy number but still it ain't zero yeah when we started it was zero and it's a quality crop of listeners right and you know that have all different types of skill levels and things like that or knowledge levels in the art world um so i think it's important that we make sure that we're fostering those those uh relationships um because you know sure you may be a follower on social media but you could be a guest hopefully you could you know you can influence your friends to come and listen and interact and things like that so it's important for us to you know interact with the people that are taking their time to show that they give even if it's a little bit a little tiny fuck Mm-hmm. They give a fuck, but also you. Um, I mean, people who listen, they're listening because they're interested for some reason. They usually yeah. have some sort of uh, connection. So, listeners, it's an insight. Yeah. So, I mean, definitely shoot emails and DMs of um, maybe artists that you think that the podcast should be looking at, people you think they should interview that they may be interested in, um, uh, events that yeah. you may know about that they we uh, that they don't know about. No matter where they are, because you never know, like what folks got planned um yeah. and can make I'm trying happen. to be flued out <laughs> <laughs> we gonna flew y'all out <laughs> um, shout out to young miami and there's gonna be also events for um for listeners to participate in Absolutely. uh w- uh you know in the future too so it'd be great just to make sure that y'all are reaching out as much as the y'all uh, raquel and mark are reaching 
Scowhead producer. <laughs> Look at that producer producering. Look at that, Look at that production. Mm-hmm. You a good producer. It's your cute self. Oh mm. <laughs> hey, Snick. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what has the podcast inspired you to do outside of the podcast? <laughs> Make more work. And what does that mean for you? Make a bunch of work. No. Um, so, <laughs> no, specifically, um, as I said on my episode where I was interviewed as an artist, uh, the podcast has inspired me to. <laughs> the podcast has inspired me and actually inspired uh, Joel Chaplin Edmondson. Um, Chap. The, the fellow that we spoke to. Can you lose the accent? All right. I guess so. Thank you for listening. No. Um, <laughs> so Chap and I were actually inspired after my birthday party and after um, the episode uh, where we talked to him and Abby. I'm not entirely sure what episode that was. I think that was nine. Um, but we're inspired to kind of create this small collective of uh, creatives who want to do more. Um, so we have challenged ourselves well, I, within that, in my 2019 goals, I want to show work at least five times this year. Oh, come on goals. My stretch goal is to do a solo show this year. <clears throat> As shit. Come on. Yes, smart goals. Um, also want to make sure that I'm getting work done between two different bodies of work. That I'm planning currently that I spoke about um, in my episode. Um, and just be more be more involved in the arts community here in Houston. Um, and just the arts community, the world arts community, right? Because we have people from Italy that <laughs> follow us. Some a guy at a gallery uh, started following me from Italy, from Florence. Um, yesterday on my in Francis creative page and I was like oh that's interesting I haven't even been posting a whole lot of work so mm-hmm. um, that was pretty cool but yeah I mean we're able to do that because now the world is a global place right like you can reach out to the other <laughs> the <world> side <laughs> <laughs> shut up you know what I mean <laughs> but the, the art internet makes the, the internet the internet <laughs> makes the, the world more accessible. yeah there you go y'all know what the fuck i meant man listen guys i'm not feeling well and they're picking on me they're piece of shit anyway but yes yes th- there's more global connectivity due to social media and, things like and just just technology technology has made it more easier to talk to folks um so you know yeah interacting with those people and around the world around the globe mm-hmm. who follow us we have a lot of followers from ghana we have some from nigeria we have some from kenya we have some from south africa we have some from brazil we have some from you know new york and la which you know it ain't like that's down the street um so becoming part of the art world mm-hmm. um at large not the houston art world um so, like i can't yeah. 
I told Mark about this thing they do in South Africa. I can't remember exactly where it's at, but, and I think it may be one of the experiences that is presented like on Airbnb or something like that, where basically people's homes are open and that's the gallery and artists present in the, in the homes. Yeah. So they put their art up on the walls I think it's and, then you t- and then you take a walk through the, everyone's the homes. Yeah. Oh. And it's a, so that's the gallery. Yeah. It's cool because people can't afford. Tour? Is it in- I think so. Okay. I think it's Soweto. I'm not. I'm not exactly sure, but I heard about that, and I thought that was the coolest thing. So, yeah. I mean, that's the thing that I'm talking about. Like, tell us about that. Send us, you know, DM us, send, put it, mm-hmm. post it under a post. Let us know about that kind of stuff because yeah. that's what this is all about is we to spread the love it, yeah. of art, you know, and and connect people that wouldn't normally be connected. Because yeah. I can't wait to do that, man. I really if y'all doing that in Idaho let us know you know what I'm saying (laughs) I'm just saying all three of y'all people of color that's in Idaho (laughs) (laughs) I'm just playing they got good potatoes right I can't eat potatoes I'm diabetic oh Oh, lord but yeah no so what have you Raquel been influenced to do outside of the (sighs) podcast this is so much pressure because I know once we record it and publish it I'm gonna hold myself to it so that I don't have to explain to anybody why I didn't follow through. Um, I am going to challenge myself to start or restart quote creating. And I put that in, in quotes because I never really consider myself artistic or but I'm always like, oh, I like it. But I've always let that little head, little voice in my head. <laughs> I don't have an extra head in my head. Um, the little voice in my head be like, no, you're not going to. God damn it. <laughs> I've always let the little voice in my head tell me that I might not be good at it. So don't bother. Um, That's always a very interesting thought from people. Yeah. Because like if you're not good at it, motherfucker learn. Yeah. But, like- <laughs> but as someone for a lot of things come very easy to me, something that requires me to try and probably fail is not it's not my strong suit it's but like i'm me at bowling huh you oh bowling? <laughs> I think do you she, suck at bowling i it's think she said a record last night <laughs> i think she said a record last okay, night so now granted i didn't have the greatest bowling outing we're either, we're off task yeah. raquel was but talking about anyway. things that come easily but no so it's, so it's one of those things that i've always kind of never given myself permission to just try and if it doesn't work yeah. so that's something rebea said that spoke to me but i've kind of been wrestling with it for the rest of the season but i am giving myself permission to explore different mediums to express the creativity i think i have bottled up inside of me so i purchased a couple of things yesterday i purchased a four by six foot canvas that is going to stare menacingly at me. She did. She couldn't get that motherfucking across. I couldn't, but shout out to, to Stephanie top. at Michael's because she <laughs> did some amazing rope work to tie that shit to the top of my car in a very windy situation. I thought it, I thought the canvas and Stephanie, who might be all of 100 pounds, were going to fly away. But she was like, I got this. And she tied that shit to my car. And the text I got in response to <laughs> homegirl's rope work was hilarious. <laughs> I was like, I think Stephanie might be into Kimbaku. And Mark was like... <laughs> the fuck but I, I you know what i'm gonna share the picture in our stories at some point because so she couldn't have see. been a girl scout yeah who got yeah, a badge for roping and no. tying and shit like those that, were you know very specific perfect lines and I was why like, do you the- know that because research I'm, I'm yeah i was like i'm in, i'm curious i'm an intellectually curious person 
Mm-hmm. That sounds sexually curious. Oh God. Anyway, um, so I brought I brought a sketchbook and I am purchasing a professional camera. Um from Mark. And Mark, I'm also going to harass Mark to teach me how to use the camera. But that's my goal this year is that I'm going yeah. to learn. Oh, to you're take taking pictures. that class? Yeah, I am taking the class. Mark's gonna be doing some uh photography classes. That Rocky is another one one of those things that I've been influenced to do outside of the podcast is to teach workshops. Yes. So I will uh, be yeah. attending said workshop and I think Mark's an excellent teacher, so I'm just going to oh, try shucks. to I'm gonna try to reel in being obnoxious so that he don't cuss me out while I'm trying to learn. But I am going I to I like obnoxious students actually. Do you? I do. Because you can't learn shit if you're not asking. That's like true. you can only learn so much if you're not asking questions. So ask me all the questions. Like Mr. <laughs> oh my god i don't have a i don't have an actual name no, my students just call me mr like that's it mister. that's it mr hey mr hey mr yeah. yeah all day yeah it's crazy so that's gonna be me and then i'm also going to try color pencil colored pencil <laughs> drawings so i'm a travel enthusiast for those of you who don't know and who have followed the black girl meets world from this so my my what is that what happened mm-hmm. oh <laughs> so my challenge is i'm going to take the pictures that i'm taking of my travels and then recreate them as color pencil sketches and she'll be posting them on her black girl meets world uh blog yeah her travel blog yeah i'm also gonna post them on our uh arts explanatory comma she's a jet setter absolutely i be being flewed out oh no let me not say that <laughs> um i be flying out but <laughs> if someone is trying to flew me out mm. there's sponsorships so she wants you to <laughs> sponsor her with alcohol no. and then flew her out or flew her out and then <laughs> sponsor her with alcohol, alcohol. No, 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 no. because those, that gets her just, loose these are things <laughs> that she said <laughs> those are separate sponsorships let's not get these it but, oh they she, cannot be combined yeah, i just need to understand in case i get you know yeah, questions about that questions i need my 10 percent yeah. Coupons may not be redeemed at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) We're prohibited. (laughs) But no, so that's, that's, I'm actually very excited about it. And I told Mark, I was like, these are my goals and this is what I intend to do is to hold me accountable. Um, And so now I'm telling you all, so I really have to hold myself accountable because I don't like explaining my failures. So... (laughs) Um, yeah, I'm, hey, I'm excited. I understand. That. Yeah, I don't like explaining my failures. So once I, I I put it out there, it's out there now. So I will now be considering myself an artist, and y'all can mm-hmm. interview me in season two. Hey, come on, Raquel. <laughs> wow. Maybe not season two. Maybe like four or five. No, put it, put it on your goals, girl. Mm-hmm. Put it on season three. Stretch goals. That's yeah. stretch goals, season girl. Three. Go ahead, um, baby. What about you? Um, I've been inspired by the fact that y'all started and were consistent with the podcast. So I'm gonna start things and be consistent with them. Okay, that's all I got. That's all you get. Yeah, stay tuned. I'm about to uh, step up my art collection game. So I, I've made a she, like financial plan, and I'm about to yeah. get some investment pieces. I would like to connect with more galleries as well as more artists. I want to do more studio visits. Yeah. Um. So to kind of that's my goal is I want to do more studio visits and do more gallery visits because I am trying to be very serious with my art yeah. collection um i've got my, when my when my bonus hit when my corporate money come in impressive um i'm gonna take when your day job supports your night jo- no <laughs> <laughs> that's not how that goes i was going to i make good that. money as an investment maker so that i can spend my time at night stripping <laughs> that's not it's not how that works um, but no so my plan is i'm making a financial plan to buy some some pieces some big and small ones 
but I want to grow my art collection. Cop that in shit. In 2019. It's 2019, right? Yeah, in 2019. I need to do that, too. I need to do that, too. I don't collect a whole bunch of people's work currently. Cause I'm I've been eyeballing shit. some of uh, Mark's work, and I've already asked for some of it, and he's being a hater, but... Am I being a hater by telling you that something's not finished? <laughs> I mean, I like it in its current state. But uh, one of the things... We all do, girl. Yeah. Join the club. <laughs> we need memberships. <laughs> I am going to start with our guest, though, because we had some amazing artwork that mm-hmm. the podcast put in. So I will be reaching out to our past guests and trying yeah. to get some of their pieces in my personal collection. Yeah. I'm I'm with that. I'm with that. Yeah, that's awesome. So what are y'all excited about for season two? I'm excited about expansion. There are lots of things that I think that, um, you know, season one just touched the surface, like barely scratched the surface is what can be um, the thing the Arts Explanatory Comma Podcast can be. And so expansion as far as artists goes, as far as partnerships, as far as sponsorships, as far as... We need to talk to uh, some more curators. We need to talk to some more collectors. Yeah. Art students even. Yeah. 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 I think that expansion is what I'm excited for (laughs) for um, season two. Yeah. What about you, Rox? I am excited about a lot of things, but <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm excited about a lot of things. I am, I'm, I just got overwhelmed with trying to expand on that because I'm excited about I'll give, so much. I'll give you a moment to think yeah, about it. Thank you. So I'm excited about um, our partnership, this uh, wonderful grant that we received from uh, Houston Arts Alliance and Mayor Sylvester, Sylvester Turner um this let creativity happen express grant um that's pretty awesome and that's going to help us do some things that um we'd like to do helping us with some of this uh production quality um as well as helping us um with uh, a couple events that we want to put on for you guys um so that we can get out there and interact you guys in an enriching and and in an enriching way that'll you know build you up not just artistically but in you know, maybe some mental ways as well. <clears throat> um, so that um, I look forward to talking to new guests. Tell me you just don't uh, <laughs> like you can't say it too. Raquel also looks forward to talking to new guests. Yeah. Uh, but also, like, I want to delve a little bit deeper with um, collectors, like people that are strictly collectors. They don't co- they don't create. They just collect. I want to mm-hmm. talk to some of those people. Um, I'd like to talk to a few art professors as well um and you know get their perspective on you know what it's like teaching people about art i know what it is from my perspective but you know there's a lot that goes into it yeah Rebecca gave us a little bit but there are so many out there that that do it in so many different ways we should bring back your art professor from your your (laughs) early memories of creating Um, you know honestly i think he i i want to say i believe that he has passed actually oh okay um, so, you know, maybe I'll stop telling that story so I don't speak ill of the dead. Um, okay. <laughs> RIP, cuz. Uh, but I mean that sincerely. I'm being yes. stupid, but I mean that sincerely. Yes. Um, if he is, in fact, passed, I don't know for sure that he is deceased, but I'm pretty sure he is. But, um, but nah, I mean, you know, being able to talk to a new crop of people and hearing new perspectives, seeing some new work, I want to talk to some people that we don't fucking know. <laughs> like yes i love my friends and i love being able to talk to you guys i want to talk to some people i don't know i think that'd be fun i want to travel and talk to some people 
It's a learning experience for everybody, so that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Like, I mean, and I definitely learned things from, you know, these people that I've known for years. Um, because being able to interview somebody is completely different than having a conversation with them on a I mean, we interviewed you and you, it's your damn show. (laughs) And that was still enlightening. Yeah. So, yeah, those are the things I'm looking forward to. Um, Now, Raquel, what are you looking for? I am excited about new guests. I have a very long list of people I hope that we can shoot our shot with. Mm -hmm. And just the, I think having so many guests of quality on season one, Mm-hmm. Kind of made me like, you know what? Why we don't have to limit ourselves? If we want to, yeah. inter- we can interview any and everyone. Like we've had some amazing guests on, a, and people who just kind of trust. It was like, okay, y'all don't seem like serial killers. Sure, I'll come. I'll invite you into my studio, or yeah. I'll come to your house and record. Or, and we've gotten some great interviews out of it. So I am very excited about the potential of who all we have on season two. Just be prepared for the awkward moment when we meet and interview Carrie James Marshall and I ask him to be my art dad. Yeah. <laughs> Not my mental. It's awkward now. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I'm, and, that, I'm, and I'm fine with that. I'm embarrassed. The secondhand embarrassment? I'm not. To be your art dad. No, no shame in that. I, I didn't that. say, I might ask him to be my daddy. Like, or uh, zaddy. Or zaddy, <laughs> yes. Okay. Not not short for Zatarans. <laughs> but <laughs> So that's that's the thing I'm most excited about. And also to see the projects that yeah. we're able to produce with the Express Grant. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, yeah, there's I don't think there's much more to say about season one. I mean, there is more to say about yeah. season one. It was great. It was an awesome learning experience. I know it. I want us to take more pictures with our guests. Yes. Uh, we need a, an AEC scrapbook and you're going to make it. Yeah, I am. I don't know if we need a scrapbook, but a photo gallery. Even if it's a digital photo album, gosh. But I just, I those memories. I think when we become, you know, huge artists, rock stars, and all art collectors and shit, having our like, oh yeah, I know how I should go way back. (laughs) I actually have some plans for that, so we'll talk about that off air. We don't want people, you know, to know everything that's coming up. Um, But yeah, I mean, season one was awesome. It was a great learning experience. I appreciate you for hopping on this journey with me. I appreciate Little Bear, a.k.a. Vernique Francis. <laughs> yes, I call my wife Little Bear, okay? And she calls me Big Bear, so shut up. Anywho. Um, he announced that. Yeah. Um, no, I appreciate Vernique for all of her support and taking this journey as well and just being the awesome wife that she is. Um, and I'm sure we appreciate all y'all. Yeah, like, like so much because without that, this would just be us talking into a fucking computer and nobody listening. It would be a vanity project. Like, it, it would. <laughs> if no it one would. Else was listening. Man, I love my goddamn voice. Hey, Mark, how you doing? <laughs> like, it, it, this shit would just get really weird. So, um, again, thank you for listening to season one. Thank you for taking this journey with us. Um, yes, uh, you can follow us, the Arts Explanatory Comma Podcast, on Instagram at arts explanatory comma you can follow us on twitter at x comma pod you can check out our website at explanatory comma dot com um you can find the podcast anywhere that you listen to your wonderful wonderful podcasts um you can find raquel simone at at black girl meets world on instagram um that's also the blog black girl meets and you can find me, Mark Francis, at M Francis Creates on Twitter, M Francis Creative 
on Instagram and mfrances.com on the interwebs. I now think, I feel emotional. Now I feel where the sadness is coming. It's like, oh, oh my God. She's going to, she's about I'm to get sick. I'm not going to cry. She's about to get sick. Happen, There's a tear coming. I'm not going to cry, but it's, this is emotional. It's, it's the end of our first season. Well, I think we deserve a round of applause. We do. Ooh, 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 ooh. No, you were too. Holy shit. <laughs> not only that, like just doing that shit is whack now. <laughs> now. Now. That wow. shit was that, that shit was great on Arsenio when it was coming on, man. It was it was awesome. I, as a little kid, ooh, 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 that shit was amazing. But now in twenty nineteen, uh, and then she did shit. it so slow. She did ooh, 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 that shit was slow motion. I'm a little delayed right now. I'm sorry. Anywho, um again. As we have said every week since this journey began back in September. Thank you for being a friend. Travel, Travel down the world and back, back again. again. <laughs> You're a pal <laughs> and a confidant. Thank you for being okay, before they, they hit us And if you threw a party, okay, okay. Even <laughs> you knew. Before they hit us with that C&D, please. Yeah. You what? You. I, we don't have you said sh- no shoe, shoeless shoe, <laughs> shoe, laceless, laceless shoes laceless shoes but no thank you yeah no thank y'all for listening thank y'all for continuing to listen thank y'all for following up on Instagram <clears throat> sorry there's a frog in my throat um, but no thank y'all for being awesome and thank all of our guests for participating without you we would have had a boring show um, but that is all for season one. Please come back. Please come back this summer for the beginning of season two. I mean, um, if you followed us on our social media, you'd know when it was coming. Absolutely. The exact date. Not yet, but we'll tell you the exact date. So stay tuned to the Instagram and all that good stuff. Um, but with all that said, season one, done. That's a wrap. Thank y'all for listening. Peace. Bye. Bye-bye.